Hello and welcome to the Oikos Family Podcast, episode number 76. We are very privileged and pleased that you are listening. Thank you for tuning in. That sounds funny, tuning in. We're not actually a radio station or anything. What we are is we're two moms sitting here on the veranda at the place where we live, which is in South Africa. The province that we live in is KwaZulu-Natal. And Sylvie, who is our guest at the moment on our Sonia and Sylvie series, she lives up on the hill. And here we are sitting on the veranda because of, you know, we're still in COVID times. And so we are still applying all the strict restrictions. Had we tried to do this podcast recording um, remotely today, would have been, it would not be happening. Let's say that. Am I right, Sylvie? Absolutely. Because this morning at two last um, podcast, we shared about load shedding. And South Africans, you say load shedding, they know what that means. But other people in the world who are listening, maybe they don't. But in this morning, we got a notice on our phones to say we'll be load shedding between 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. And when do you think we had scheduled our podcast? <laughs> Between 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. So all of a sudden, there was a whole set of new challenges because there's no power, which means there's no signal, which means you can't make a phone call and so on and so forth. However, James, our son, the techno guy behind the scenes, it was not a problem for him. He says, we can still do it. We'll just do, use our battery backup. So there's James sitting behind the scenes, and he's got us plugged into the whole battery thing. I don't even know how he's doing it, but that's okay. So we, here we are, Sylvie. Welcome again. Thank you. And today we are going to talk about individuality. That's a big way to say that each and every individual family <laughs> is unique. <laughs> That was a bit difficult to get out. That was a mouthful. It was rather. And so at the end of our last podcast, we sort of touched on the subject. So I thought, let's carry on talking about that. It's quite a nice thing to to discuss because especially now with things being as they are in the world, I think there might be a lot of comparison going on, right? And we know what the word says about comparison. Well, we hope. I'm going to share what the word says about comparison, but I don't have the scripture reference right now in my brain. But in that is, God cautions us not to compare ourselves with others, but to only compare ourselves with Christ. And I actually have discussed this quite a few times on previous whatever's live chat or videos that I've done. I think I might have even done a course. Let me just check, Jamie. I did a course on comparing, didn't I? Yes, we've got a little course called Comparing. And basically, it's just a... Um, Reminded to everybody how dangerous it is to compare. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And you were chatting about just now, just before we started recording, about the fact that you've noticed there's lots of comparing going on. Do you want to tell me about that? Right. I think especially now with everybody's sort of still rather stuck at home, um, we like to go on our social media and we sit on our Facebook and our Instagram and we watch YouTube and we check out what other home educating moms are doing and we check out their photos that they post online and then we go like, oh, that looks like marvelous, but, but I'm not doing that. And then this little voice starts like, oh, should I be doing that? Or maybe I'm, I'm not doing it right. And you start comparing yourself to all these things that you see on social media. And then um, 
Yeah. How crazy is that, Sylvie? Because yes. here you are sitting in this beautiful nature reserve and you see something on, on social media and you go, oh, maybe I shouldn't. And what difference does it make? You, or in your own brain, aren't you thinking? Right, but you are. It doesn't and, and make any difference to anybody else's life, that person who posted that Instagram, whether you... That I see their picture or not. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I think I think it is such a a, a real trap for mm -hmm. for these times. Like like you say, even I living in this beautiful place, I still go and check out what people are posting on Facebook and Instagram. And then it does trip me up because I see I see these pictures and I go like, oh wow. You know, this person is doing this and that person is reading that book. And then I go in my brain like, oh, maybe I should be doing so and so. And then you start comparing and it's a it's a downward sort of spiral where when you compare too much and you don't see the value that you bring to your children. Oh, so you start yeah. actually having doubts and it bring it actually starts breeding negative, it yes. sounds like. Yes, and I, I do think I'm not the only person that, okay. that suffers from that sort of... But then let's let's flip it around. Let's see, is what good can come from that? Let's say you saw something. I found that when if I watch something or see something, YouTube or the social media thing, and I see something there, what I would like to do with that is is think, oh, look, that's interesting. She did whatever it was. You know, they, she posted a photograph of some art piece. It sort of inspires me. It looks interesting. But what you're saying is it can have both effects. You can be inspired by it, but you can also be trapped. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so what you're saying is you're not alone. You, the, you feel that there could be a lot of people out there that will relate and identify with this feeling trapped or no not just the feeling trapped maybe you don't even know you're trapped but that sense of not guilt being or, or not doubt. being good enough like other like you're not good enough there's people that do it way better than you could ever do and that's that's it's quite a a negative thought pattern to go into because you are good enough yet looking at other people's <laughs> highlights that they put online you know like you say what relevance does it have to to you you are doing your best for your children and yes. you are doing exactly what your children and you do. are the specially chosen mother for those specific absolutely children. but it does it is one of those things of our times with social media being so everywhere um mm. and and you have people that are actually they called influencers that are paid by companies and curriculum providers to go and showcase um, this book or this curriculum to make other moms want this product it's a whole it's a whole it's a whole culture it's a whole thing yeah it's a whole thing so, wow. so it's it's I just want to caution maybe other moms that that like to go on YouTube or Instagram to just be careful and not not start comparing the somebody else's highlights to your entire life, because mm. I, I promise you, well, when you've the cameras, got your own highlights that yeah. are not the same as somebody else's, which is exactly what the the topic is today. It's about yes. the uniqueness of you, right. the individuality of you and your family cannot be the same as another family, no matter what. You can try. All right, so we're not quite sure where to come in here because we had a bit of an interruption. We had a technical glitch. <laughs> And so now we are trying to get back on track, aren't we? Yes. And we were talking about uniqueness, family individuality, 
and discussing, you were saying about the effects of, um, you know, how social media in, can influence you negatively. And then you said something I haven't heard of before, and that was something about influencers, that people are actually called influencers. That, that's another whole topic, I think. But anyway, I think our influencer should be the Lord. He should be the one that's influencing us and directing us in the way we should be going. And not people. I don't mean to actually be saying something negative about people that are influencers because perhaps it's a good thing. Perhaps they're influencing parents towards something that is good. I don't know because I'm, I'm just picking up on the fact that we're discussing how it can have a negative effect. But then we can also look at the positive side, you know, look on the flip side and see where can it actually be a good thing. And we know that social media can be a very, very powerful, positive tool. Yes. So I think maybe we need to just talk about the fact, or I would just like to encourage parents to let it be a powerful, positive tool rather than allowing it to be what you have been saying, is that it can actually trap you into a negative state. Is that is that? That sums it about up what we were talking about, right. I think, yeah. Right. Okay. And so I think we should just talk about the uniqueness and individuality of each family. And like what we were saying, you are the mom of these four children and the ages of your children are three to 13. Yes. And somebody else's family will have two children and they will be 16 and 18 and, and, and we could keep going. And so straight away, there's no way... That can be the same. They can be the same. It's not everyone. It's just like one person can't be the same as the next person. Yeah. Same thing. So if we bring that into home education, I think we can encourage parents today to encourage them with that fact. Don't try and compare yourself with somebody else. Absolutely. It's really, it's silly to do because yes. we're all so different. And the Bible tells us that God made us each so unique and so individual. Yes. So how can we um, do the same thing and be the same the trap. way. That is, that is he the says, trap. I've made you uniquely. And then people are, are possibly trying to compare themselves with somebody else to be like that. Exactly. That God actually cautions us. He says, don't do that. Yes. And, and I think he has that, reason for saying don't do that. Yeah. And that I think that was a topic that we wanted to talk about today is how God makes us unique and different. But then we try and home educate like cookie cutters. Yeah. <laughs> and really, it's not a good idea to do the cookie cutter approach. I think if you can embrace your own uniqueness and seek God for his way in your own uniqueness rather than following something that is actually, as you have expressed, taking you and maybe into a trap, into a place that can be destructive. So let's encourage parents to not go that route of destruction, but rather be careful and cautious of going there. And instead of just encouraging them to say, don't go there, what I would like to do is encourage them as to where to go instead of. So if somebody's watching something on um, YouTube that is encouraging them and supporting them and making that mom or that dad just feel um, that they can take a hold of that and it can actually be something that is good. Well, then it's a positive thing, isn't it? It's yes. fantastic. I mean, you sent me a little clip a couple of weeks ago about a pearl. Yes. A pearl <laughs> of great price. And it was a little video clip. And for some reason, you felt to send that to me. And I watched it. And it was about 10 minutes long. 
And it was so pertinent at, the, at that moment. In actual fact, a couple of days later, Jamie, who's doing all our technical behind the scenes there, he and I had a discussion about something. And I said, oh, I've got a video clip for you to watch that is about what we're talking about. And then I shared that with him. So you see how, to me, that was a very positive thing because it was really um, pertinent at that time to us. So thank you for sending it. It's such a pleasure. And it was really encouraging. And it actually just helped me understand some things that we were going through at the time. So it was really positive. So in actual fact, I'm going to share a little bit about that, about the uniqueness. You know, I've just already mentioned the pearl and, and how every single pearl is so completely different to another. You can't have two pearls the same. And so there you go. And the way those pearls were formed, that was the interesting part. They were formed with layer upon layer upon layer of... Oh dear, what was the name of that coating? <laughs> Nacre. Nacre, yes. N-A-C-R-E. Um, a, a little bit of grit gets into the oyster, and it doesn't like this foreign object, so it starts coating it, and it rolls it round and round and round until a pearl is formed. So you have something that started as a little irritation or an annoyance that can become a pearl yes. of great price. Yes. And of great so there you go. So... I think that then makes that unique. So each family is going through their own trial, their own frustrations or difficulties or annoyances or irritations, all those negative things. And they can be transformed into something that is beautiful and, and, and just so priceless. And that's why I've said to you this before, and I'm going to say it again, that what you have to share is valuable. And the next mom who's got their own unique journey has got something valuable. And the next mom, because what you have, you have had some grit. Right. And you've had the, had to have the naker coating and coating and coating the grit. And it's been tough. You've been tossed about and tumbled about. And, and as a result, you've got some pearls now. And now you're sharing those pearls. Right. But your pearls are not the same as another's. There can't be. There can't be. There's yeah. different, different challenges, different circumstances. I'm a different person. Mm. So... Even if, the, say, the same thing were to happen to do two different people, the way they would deal with this would be different as well. Like maybe I'm probably more likely to start stressing out about it <laughs> while some other person would just go like, oh, it's okay, we can handle it. And people react different to the same thing. People encounter different things in their life. People are just so unique in the way they think, in the way they act, in the way um, that God gives them grace to deal with things. People have different children. Those children are all unique. It's like you cannot possibly have the same Two children the same. Two children Impossible. or the same two mums or the same two dads. Mm -hmm. Every family is unique. And if you keep that in mind, then you can surely see that you can't homeschool the same way because you are all so different. Like even, I think we had a brief conversation once about how we did Konos. And I said to you, but Sonia, how you did Konos is not the same way I do Konos because mm -hmm. You're different than me, and I see things different than you. And you had two children, I have four children, and you had these challenges, I have those challenges. It's just exactly. different. It's just different. And then when we start comparing ourselves to other moms, and then we go like, oh, yeah, she's doing it this way, or they're doing that, and I'm not. And 
you don't have to go there because you're doing the things that are right for you and your children and God enables you to deal with your specific circumstances. You don't need to necessarily go and look at how somebody else is doing it because it doesn't apply to you. Yes, sure, go and look. Go look and see what others are doing to, to gain something good from it, to yes. grow, to, to let somebody else's pearls that they're sharing yes. with you help you to have more pearls in your life exactly. to be able to use and also share with others. So yes. by all means, go and look and see, and but just don't fall in the trap. I think that's what today's right. um, discussion is about, is not falling into the trap of comparison. And because it's so destructive from, you know, from what we're discussing here. And maybe these parents out there that are listening that are identifying and going, well, I've been doing that. I've been trying to compare myself with others. So what we want to do is we want to say to you, don't. Don't compare yourself with others because you are uniquely and beautifully made. And you are the special person for those children. And each one of your children is uniquely and specially made. So take comfort, not comparison but rather comfort with knowing that you have a very special unique purpose and I think people just need to embrace that and and believe in it because it's the truth it is the truth it is the truth and I also want to briefly touch on what you said just now that um, when we do go on social media it's not all negative Mm -mm. I don't want to be uh, Debbie Downer on social media there's a lot of good out there and it is sometimes it's fantastic to see what other people do Mm -hmm. or to hear uh, what they are using and what has worked for them Mm -hmm. if if you can put that where it belongs exactly if it's going to help you, if it's going to be a positive thing in your life, then by all means, mm-hmm. look at the pictures and listen to what people have to say and take away some good from that. Um, but I think that if you start going down the negative side of it and you start comparing and you really start feeling down about the way you do things, that is not a place you should be. No. So that's what we want to help parents today is to embrace their uniqueness and to be confident in their uniqueness as well. You know, I think maybe that's another thing is that maybe some parents don't feel the confidence, which then causes them to go to try and get the confidence. And all they do is compare themselves and then they feel even less confident. Yes. So what we can, what we would like to encourage them in is to say, just be confident. You have, have your confidence in Christ because then you can't go wrong. Absolutely. Right. And then if your confidence is in Christ, because maybe you think, well, I can't be confident in myself. I don't know how, because I don't have confidence in this and that. I mean, I can identify with that. There's many areas I'm not confident in. Many. I mean, I could just list them, you know, all the areas that I don't have confidence in. But it doesn't bother me in the slightest, because I know that for me to have confidence in every single area is unrealistic. However, I have Christ. And in Him, I can have confidence. And so then I'm okay. You see, so it's like instead of trying to build my confidence up in an area where I just don't even, I mean, like we had this technical hitch just now. I don't even know where to begin. I can logically think, well, maybe it's this and could be that and let's try the other. But, you know, I don't have confidence to say, oh, this is what it is and have all the knowledge about how to fix it because I don't have that technical knowledge. So that could mean that I don't have confidence. But because I don't have knowledge, so I don't have confidence. But if I have confidence in Christ and I know that he wants us to focus on him and, and um, take our confidence from him, and then we're going to take our comfort from him, and then we're going to be okay. We're going to not compare with man because what is the point? 
there's no point. <laughs> I think there's quite a fine line here because I can take from man something like that Pearl video you sent me. Yes. That was somebody sharing a a message about a pearl that could that I could receive from and, and grow from, and, and it could be a good thing. But I couldn't, if I think now about it, and I think about this whole comparing thing, if I started comparing myself with that person who was giving the message, right. that maybe would is where the trap can happen. I think that is exactly, you hit the nail on the head there. The, the message of the pearl is something positive you can take away from the video. Mm. But if you're going to start comparing yourself to the person who gave that message and say, oh, I wish I had that knowledge just like right there in my brain. And I wish I could just you know, give these presentations just the way that this person did. Such personality. You know, why, and you know, with, with such, um, you know, such convincing and such confidence. And why am I not like that? Then, then you miss you miss the message completely. Miss the pearl. You miss the pearl. Mm. So that is exactly how you should approach social media. If you mm. can take away from the message, then that's something positive. But if you're going to look at the person and start wishing you were like this person, then that's the negative side of it. And then you've missed the boat completely. Mm. We speak about uniqueness again, focusing on the uniqueness and how your story is unique. It's not the same as anybody else's. And how at the beginning of your trial, you might have handled things very differently to how you handle them at the end of the trial. Very much. Very much. Very much. And then the next trial comes along. You're going to handle it very differently to how your first trial you went through. And that's where I see that maker laying thing from the pearl, where it's just um, layer upon layer upon layer of something that was a trial becomes something so precious and so lovely to look at, you know. So I think there again is each person's journey, they're at a different place of their journey. So you might have come through some valleys, so you can actually now help somebody else. Yes. Um, in a way that things that became precious to you through that journey, you know, you, you picked up some things, you learned some things, you grew more like naked layers were put on, and now you've got something to give. But what you've got to give isn't going to, how, how do I say, I've never um, allowed myself to think that what I have can actually be the answer for somebody else. Right. Because my, my journey was so unique, as each one is. So I can't think that because I've suffered this, that I'm going to understand somebody else's suffering. Right. Because their suffering is unique to them, and they had a different point of their journey so they might have been on their third valley mm. but they might be in their first valley you know I mean we all go through valleys right from the beginning little little children go through valleys they have bad days and that's their little valley <laughs> on that one day you know and so after 10 valleys of the same kind of for a particular child you're starting to realize and learn how to actually help that child more effectively because you the mom You've gone through the valleys with your child, and so somebody else can't come along and say to you, you should do this. No, and also some people need more valleys yes. <laughs> before they learn the lesson. Yes. And, and God is doing a different work in all of us. Yes. And some of us listen quickly, and some of us take longer, take longer and need more mm. valleys. And mm. I, I, would, I would really hate for somebody to look at me and, and think, oh, wow, um, Sylvie has gone through a lot of trials, so she must have all this wisdom 
And now I must listen to every word she says because she has all the answers. <laughs> That's that completely not true. I don't know very much and God is still working in my life yes, very that's much. Exactly I, how I feel. And I, I can I can maybe you know, we can have these these chats and these podcasts, but and, and try and be encouraging. However, God will do your work in your life. Mm. I mean the mums that are listening or mm. the dads that are listening, God will work in, in your life. And it will not be the same as, as how exactly. God worked in my life. So this, the things that I say can, can maybe be an encouragement, but they can't be your guide. Your guide has to come from the word and from God, not from, not from anything I have to say. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And I feel exactly the same way. It always has concerned me if people think that because you have home educated for 30 years or whatever, you've got the answers. I don't, I don't believe that's the case, you see, because to me, I don't have the answer for your family right. because your family is living in a season of raising your children in home education through a global pandemic, through social media influences, all these things that I never, ever even had. I mean, our children didn't, weren't raised in a global pandemic. They, they don't know about that as children. They only know about that as adults. Whereas all the children at the moment that are living through a global pandemic, they are children in a global pandemic. You weren't as a child. I wasn't as a child. My parents in their 80s have never lived through a, a global pandemic. So, so that's what I'm saying is how can my home education years be where I have all the answers? Because the answers I have are not going to necessarily relate or be pertinent or valuable or anything. I mean, I get it, all the years of experience and that you can, you've got something to give and all the rest of it. But ultimately, ultimately, the parents need God to direct, to speak, to be the influencer. That's it. Absolutely. So they go to his word in the time of their valley, whatever their valley might look like. And if God is directing them through that valley and taking them through that valley and not social media or something that I need to compare about myself with. If, if they can go on that journey through that valley with God, well, then if that's the thing that I have to give them, <laughs> if that's the answer I have, um, with, if people come to me for answers, you know, what do I do about this and what do I do about that? Then I say, check with God. Yeah. Ask him. He knows you intimately. He made you uniquely. And now the question might be, but okay, there is still the practical side of, you know, don't over-spiritualize it. And, you know, that's the spiritual side. But what about the practical side? Well, in my experience, the spiritual and the practical become the same thing. If God says, put me first, okay, well, how do I do that? Practically, well, I better take out his word and then spend some time in his word. That's how I could put him first. Okay, now I'm doing the practical and the spiritual. They're together. Right. And, and if I do that, then... I'm putting him in that place. Now, he's going to guide my day differently to what the person on social media or what the person who's home educated as the veteran or, or, or. Yes. I mean, I, I really, I don't feel like I'm, I don't want to, to come across that I'm not putting any value in those that have many years experience. I mean, I know the word says go to those that are wiser and older. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, I get, I get great value from that by going to, the veterans and going to my own parents and saying, how, how are you handling this pandemic? They've never lived a pandemic, but they have so many years of maturity 
ahead of myself that I would like to gain something from that. You know? But if I gain something that isn't in line with the Word, that's where the, the trouble comes, I think. I'm, it has to line up with God's Word. Yeah. I think what we can do for other families is that we can encourage them, but we can't dictate. That's something completely different. Mm-hmm. You have to check with God what His will is for your family. Now, we can encourage you along the way. Mm-hmm. We have, I'm sure we have some words of perceived wisdom, like don't compare. And well, God's word says that, right. so it is wisdom. So, <laughs> it came from him. Yes. He said, do not compare yourself with others. So. so we can say these things and remind families of, remember, don't compare. And mm. it's, it's a journey and your child is... Eight, they're not going to graduate tomorrow. It's you, know, you can yeah. take it slow. We 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 can encourage in that way, but mm. we can't we can't in any way dictate no. how your particular home education journey is going to look for you. Dictating because, is dangerous. Yes. Mm-hmm. So so it's it is so individual. Something that works for you will not necessarily work for me. Exactly. Exactly. And people try and follow the same what can you say, model. And, and that's, that's the systems of the world. You know, the system of the world says, do it this way. And like you said, cookie cut, and everybody's doing it this way, and everybody's coming out with the same skill sets. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then, oh, oops, they're not actually relevant anymore because now we have to learn a whole lot of new things because now we're in a new age or a new season or a new generation of technology or advancement or whatever it might be. And so now all of a sudden it's not relevant that we all came out the same, you know, we all went that same, following the same flow and we come out the other other side, a huge amount of people without the, the equipping that they need. Right. But if they had Christ, but if they had God, but if they knew him, then it doesn't matter, does it? Because basically their, their um, direction, their guidance, their, their purpose and everything, if it is based in the Word of God, then it doesn't, no matter what's happening in the world, pandemics or other, if they have embraced and received that truth, that they're here to fulfill a purpose that God has set before them, and they have learned how to, how to find that purpose. And, and parents have encouraged them as to how to find that. Right. But, but Sylvie, what happens if a parent themselves haven't found that? What happens in that instance? If a parent themselves is listening, let's say there's a parent listening, they're going, but I myself haven't found that purpose. I don't know how to find that purpose. So how do I pass it on to my children? Well, I would say to that, you're married, you're having children. I think your purpose is right before you. You don't have to go and look too far for your purpose. Generally, it's not this um, hidden Thing, it's usually right in front of your nose. If you're right. if you're if you're listening to this podcast, your most uh, my guess is that you're either home educating or thinking about home educating or knowing somebody who is home educating. So your purpose would be exactly that. It would either be um, your your children or it would be encourage, encouraging a family that you know that is home educating. And then take it to the Lord in prayer Mm. because you're not just going to find it anywhere else but in God's word and through prayer with him. Talk to him. He will give you the answer. 
-hmm. And it, it's never complicated. It's never this exactly. complicated, hidden, it's usually right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ugh. It's just hard so to take me long to so long to see that. In actual fact, you pointed out that anybody who's listening to this podcast, it's called the Oikos Family Podcast. So I'm I'm also presuming that um, it's a family focus. That whoever's listening has a family. In fact, everybody's got a family, no matter right. where you are in life. You've got a family, even if you feel like you don't have because you were born, <laughs> and so. You're part of the family of God. Exactly. So the so family exists wherever and whoever you are. And so the purpose, the very first purpose is family. Not necessarily the first first, but you know what I mean? You're saying yes. it's right in front of you. So this podcast is about family, the Oikos Family Podcast. And we are here to encourage families to find their purpose and not compare. And as you said, the purpose is right before them. We're encouraging them not to compare where it can become dangerous and destructive and all the rest, but to embrace their uniqueness. And God created them and unique, made them uniquely for a specific purpose. And that's, you know, going round and round the same topic. So our hope that parents who have been listening to our chatting today are going to be encouraged to take the good from social media, embrace their uniqueness, accept the individuality of their own special, unique family that is going to look different to no other family is going to look the same as theirs. You know, I'm just thinking of a funny little thing now at the moment because, you know, we're talking about comparing and likeness and all the rest. And I'm thinking of something my one niece said. I'm probably thinking about this because it's actually her birthday, so I'm thinking about her, okay? And my mother went to take her somewhere. So now Granny was taking her to visit someone. And my, my niece says to her Granny, she says, she hopes that the two ones are going to be there. The two ones? The two ones were some twins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm thinking about this funny little story right now at the blue. But I think it's because of this, the fact that even twins, that somebody could think, oh, they're twins. They should be even identical twins. They are so uniquely different, so individual. They, they have such individual personalities and characters, and they look different, even though they're identical, just, you know, to look at with your eyes if they're identical twins. But they, there's so many differences in them. They're just not the same person, you know. And um, I just think that we can maybe leave with that, you know, with, with parents thinking about it in that way, that they cannot make themselves look like another family. They shouldn't. In fact, God told them not to. So that's enough right there. He said, do not compare yourself with others. I don't know what the scripture reference. Maybe we leave. Maybe we leave. That with parents. They must rush off and go and look up the scripture reference about not comparing and put it up on the wall. And if their children compare each other with each other, or if a mom is comparing herself with another mom or whatever, just go to the word. The word says don't do that. And if you do that, it's dangerous. And if you do that, it can go badly for the following things. There's all this negative fruit. Rather, let's leave them with the, fruits of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And that nowhere in there does it give any evidence of how comparing is one of those fruits. Uh-uh. No ways. Love, joy, peace, kindness. Put those fruits on, the, on, on your wall and encourage your children to live that rather than the trap, than falling into the trap. But we know where that is, eh? Galatians 5. 
Yes. <laughs> Galatians 5, fruits of the Spirit. We can't tell you where the comparing scripture is. We're going to leave that one for you to go and find. I would like to just thank everybody for being here with us. This is such a privilege always to have you here doing this Sonia Sylvie series that we're doing with our podcast. And it's even a greater privilege to think of all the people that we can speak to while we just sit here with our three meters, which you thought was five. It looks like five It meters. looks like five, but it's three between <laughs> us. And we're sitting on the veranda and we're having uh, chatting to each other about these topics that are close and near and dear to our hearts because we want to encourage parents and help them. So I really hope that the parents that have been listening to today or whoever's been listening today is going to be encouraged for this next week coming up. That you will be very intentional about embracing your uniqueness and individuality. That's the focus at the moment, right? Right. And maybe leave a comment on how you do that. What have you done this week to embrace your individuality? Yeah. Let's ask you to do that. Please leave a comment for us so we can see how you are traveling this journey. Because, I mean, that would, that is really, that's a that good thing. That could be encouraging. Taking a good thing from social media. Right. Yeah. Where we can encourage one another in this individuality rather than this, the, the trap of comparison. Good. Okay. Well, thank you, Sylvie. It's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, it's always a pleasure. And bye for now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs>